Ye prasari pure sama asha ho 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 Thank you, prasari pure sama asha ho ho Dana di lo jay jammi jammi prabhu se Chaku dana di lo jay jammi jammi prabhu se Divi gani di prakasi hito Devi Gandhi Prakasito Prima Bhakti Ahoyte Avidya Vinyasa Prima Bhakti Ahoyte Avidya Vinyasa Verigaya Rachurbito Vere gaya harachabhito Shri Guru Karuna Sindhu Adhama Jinara Bandhu Shri Guru Karuna Sindhu Adhama Jinara Bandhu Ulokinatu Kurjivahanam Looking at the Kurajiva Hanam Haha Prabhu Koradoya Deho Mori Padachai Haham Haha Prabhu Koradoya Deho more pada chaham. Baby, ask you to be one of ask you to be Prabhu Kapura Doya Deho More Pada Chai Haha Prabhu Kapura Doya Deho More Pada Chai Be ask you to chill the van of 
Founder Charvis Kanis Dvangri says, Sibaktivanant Swami Shitla Prabhupadaki. Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutale Srimati Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namine Krishna Namaste Saraswati Devi Uvravani Pracharine Nirvase Shasunyavadi Pashata Desha Tadhine Jai Shula Prabhupada Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya 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 Pr
Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Rama, Hare Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ramo, Hare Ramo, Ramo, Hare Hare, Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare
Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Ramo Hare Ramo Ramo Rama Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ramo Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Brahma, Hare Brahma, Brahma Brahma, Hare 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 Ramo Ramo Hora Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ramo Hare Ram Ramo Ramo Hare 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 Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Brahma, Hare Brahma, Brahma Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 
Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Rivramo, Rivramo, Ramo, Ramo, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Niramo, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. De Krishna, De Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. De Krishna, De Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Ni Brahma, De Brahma, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. De Krishna, De Krishna, oh Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
गंगमाई की जाए श्री वृंदावन धाम की जाए श्री मथुरा धाम की जाए श्री नवद्वीप धाम की जाए श्री मायापुर धाम की जाए Lord Premanande all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories all glories all glories to Shri Guru and Shri Gauranga all glories to Shri Gauranga
गोपी जन वल्लाबहागिरी वरदारी गोपी जन वल्लाबहागिरी वरदारी Dasho dananda na braja janaranjana Dasho dananda Ramuna Tiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jayom Vishnupad Paramahamsa Parvi Jakacharja Asto Taras Pashishrimad His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnavim Ki Jai Sri Namacharya Srimad Haridas Thakur Ki Jai Prayam Sakao Sri Krishna Chaitanya Pavanasananda Srila Dvaita Varadhar Srila Sadi Gorbhaka Vinaya Ki Jai Sri Sri Raha Krishna Gopagopanath Shantari Vara Ki Jai Bhagatam Ki Jai Srila <coughs> Prabhupada Ki Jai. Gaur Primanande. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories, all glories, all glories to Srila Prabhupada, Sri Sri Guru and Gauranga. Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Nityanamine. Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvesesha Sanyavari Paschata Deshatarine Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, thank you all for coming to today's class as we start the 20th chapter of the 10th canto. This is, uh, this is a very beautiful scene. This is Vrindavan as the rainy season is ending. Fall is coming. So for what's just to paint the picture in the tropical place at, uh, such as this, uh, there hasn't been any rain for a long time, all summer long. There's no rain. 
maybe a sprinkle, but that would be odd. No rain. So the earth gets a little dry. Uh, somehow or other things endure. They, uh, they stay somewhat green. They don't just dry up. But all over Govardhan, which is very, very arid and dry, and Vrindavan, which isn't quite as dry as Govardhan, uh, things stay somewhat green, but very dry. And then the rainy season comes, and it rains for a good three months. Uh, of late, it doesn't rain as much as it used to, but it's still the rainy season comes. After the rainy season, everything is rejuvenated. The plants are beautiful, green, and coming out. So fall is the beautiful time of the year. It's not like uh, in this part of the world. Uh, we think of springtime being like this because we get a, a heavy winter that beats everything up, you know, uh, kills plants and whatever. But it's not like that in this part of the world. So we're going to talk about, in this chapter, autumn in Vrindavan. Here's this. Yeah. The rainy season and autumn in Vrindavan. To enhance the description of Lord Krishna's pastimes, Sri Shukadeva Goswami describes in this chapter the beauty of Vrindavan during autumn and the rainy season. In the course of his presentation, he gives various charming instructions in metaphorical terms. Are we chanting verse 1 today? Is it verse 1? Text 1. Shri Shukuvacha Tayos Tad Adbutam Karma Davagner Moksham Atmanaha Gopaha Stripya Samachakyu Pralamba Vadham Eva Cha Sri Sukuvaja Tayostad Adbutam Karma Davagner Moksham Atmanaha Gopahasribhya Samachakyu Pralamba Vadham Evacha Sri Sukuvacha Tayostad Adbutam Karma Davagner Moksham Atmanaha Gopaha Sribhya Samachakyu Pralamba Vadham Evacha
Sri Sukhuvacha. Sri Sukadev Goswami said, Tayaho, of the, of the two of them, Lord Krishna and Lord Balaram, Tat, that, Adbhutam, amazing, Karma, action, Dav Agnehe, <coughs> from the forest fire, Moksham, the deliverance, Atmanaha, of themselves, Gopaha, the cowherd boys, Stribya, to the ladies, Samachukyu, <coughs> they described in detail, <coughs> Pralambavadham, the killing of Pralambasura, Eva, indeed, Cha, also, translation, Shukadev Goswami said, to the ladies of Vrindavan, the cowherd boys then related in full detail Krishna and Balaram's wonderful activities of delivering them from the forest fire and killing the demon Pralamba. So I say and you can say, Shukadev Goswami said, to the ladies of Vrindavan, the cowherd boys then related in full detail, Krishna and Balaram's wonderful activities of delivering them from the forest fire and killing the demon Pralamba. Text 2. Gopavridhascha gopyascha tadupakarnya vishmitaha Minire deva pravaro krishna ramo brajamgato. Translation. The elder cowherd men and ladies were amazed to hear this account, and they concluded that Krishna and Balaram must be exalted demigods who had appeared in Vrindavan. Text 3. Tataha pravarta tat pravrit sarvasattva. Samud Bhava Vidyoma Vidyotamana Paridhir Vishujita Excuse me <coughs> Navastala Translation <coughs> When the rainy season began, giving life and sustenance to all living beings, the sky became began to rumble with thunder, and lightning flashed in the on the horizon. Text four, Sandra Nilamudi Budair Yoma Savidyat Sanachit Nubi Aspata Jotir Achanam Brahmeva Sagunam Babho. Translation The sky was then covered by dense blue clouds accompanied by lightning and thunder. Thus the sky and its natural illumination were covered in the same way that the spirit soul is covered by the three modes of material nature. Purport. Lightning is compared to the mode of goodness, thunder to the mode of passion, and clouds to the mode of ignorance. Does anybody know why the clouds are compared to the mode of ignorance? 
dark, and they cover. Yeah, and they cover up rea reality. They block everything on darkness. Exactly. It changes the whole mood. It makes you think, where's the sun gone? Well, the sun is still there. Thus, the cloudy sky at, at the onset of the rainy season is an, an, an analogous, is allogous, thank you, <laughs> is allogous to the pure spirit soul when he becomes disturbed by the modes of nature. For at that time, he is covered, and his original brilliant nature is only dimly reflected through the haze of material qualities. Sri Chaitanya Manobishtam Shtapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadanti Swapadantakam He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandu Jigatpate Gopesha Gopeka Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Dapta Kanchan Gorange Radha Brindavaneshwari Brishabhanustate Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Panchakopa Tarubyas Chakripa Sindhu Vayeva Chapati Tanam Pavanebhya Vaishnavebhya Namo Namaha. So, here's the picture. Uh, the rains are starting to come. So after the earth being parched and dried for so long, the clouds have moved in. There's lightning in the sky, thunder in the distance. So, uh, every living entity is starting to think, oh, very nice, the water is coming. So for some months it will rain and refresh. Everything will be refreshed. Uh, and the clouds come. Then the clouds give this covering and this analogous, uh, uh, it's a, an, an, an analogy that, that it, we're, is being used here to describe uh, how this covering of the spirit soul occurs be, uh, because of the three modes of material nature. You see? So what we're looking at is there's nothing different about the sky. The sun is still there every day. The moon is there. <clears throat> Everything is going on naturally. Uh, but to the living entity on the planet, on the surface of the planet, we're looking and we're saying, oh, it's a rainy day. It's a rainy season. The sun is, the sun is, is not. Sometimes we say the sun is out. Well, the sun is always out. <laughs> it's just an, our particular way that we're seeing and perceiving what we're seeing at any given time. The sun is up. Well, the sun's always up somewhere, somewhere, you see. Or the sun is out. The rain's over and the clouds have gone, so the sun is out. The sun was always there. But it becomes covered by clouds. So the living entity, in the same way, we become covered over by the modes of material nature. And the unfortunate thing is... Um, we don't know it. We don't realize it. We devotees have a better idea of what's going on, but even it, scripts, it, 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 it slips our glance or our realization from sometimes of, of exactly what's going on. Sometimes we may find ourselves in a situation where we're angry about something. You know, we may become uh, very angry that something didn't happen exactly our way. We may imagine that uh, someone is against us. This person is against me, so therefore he's, he is now my enemy. We become covered by the modes. All the time we may be thinking, but I'm a, I'm a nice devotee. I'm a nice devotee, but I'm angry at that person over there. 
Uh, I don't have any respect for this person over there. You see like that. So we're covered over. We're affected by the three modes of material nature. So uh, the best way to know when we're in the modes and to help us stay unmoded is to what? What's the best way to guard against that? Huh? That's one way. Yeah. And seek out the association of devotees. You see? Now, a devotee is your friend. We were saying in the verse last evening in uh, uh, Bhagavad Gita class that uh, Krishna is the, he says, Suridam Sarvabhutanam. He's the Shurid, the best friend of all living entities. I'm the best friend of all living entities, Krishna says. So Krishna is, your, is our best friend. So we're, we're protected by our best friend. And all of his devotees, they're also our best friends. Although sometimes we may, um, we may disagree. <laughs> sometimes I may think that you should make this, uh, the halava this way. And you think, no, the halava should be this way. You see? And I'm thinking, well, you're a nonsense. You don't know how to make good halava. And you may be thinking, well, you don't know how to make good halava. I know how to make good halava. You see? Now, who's right? I have an opinion, you have an opinion. We're both trying to serve Krishna, and we both feel that the halava that I prepare is going to, serve, is going to please Krishna. So that's good. That's okay. That, in the spiritual world, the gopis compete in such a way. Krishna likes his halava like this. And another gopi may say, oh, Krishna prefers his halava the way I make it. And the truth is, he prefers it both ways. Krishna doesn't have to choose. He doesn't have to say, well, I like your halava and I don't like yours, you see. Although it might be, he may make a halava that he might not like as well as somebody else's, see. So uh, what do we do if we find out that perhaps someone is making better halava than we do? What do we do? Praise them. We praise them and we learn. We learn. We don't think, ah, oh, you've upstaged me. You did this on purpose. You're trying to keep me down. <coughs> There's a lot of talk in the material world. There's always a group of people. Uh, they're always, all my life, I can remember, there's always a group of people that feel like they're being kept down by, the, by society. You see, they're keeping me down. When in fact, that's not always the case. It has been from time to time in history, but basically that's not the case, especially in this country, in America. Uh, when you travel outside <coughs> to other countries, you can see how free America is. Srila Prabhupada was very fond of America. It's like uh, uh, in, in other countries, for instance, take uh, Great Britain. Uh, the government tells us, we, on, at Bhaktivedanta Manor, we have this nice farm in beautiful Goshala. Very, very beautiful. First class. It's the, it, the, the Goshala where the cows live is nice enough for any of us to live there. It's beautiful. Now, this big covered pole barn kind of area and uh, beautiful herd of cows. And they're all huge. They're gigantic cows. I'm not sure what kind they are, but they're very, very large. And uh, they give very nice milk, which they serve every evening at Bhaktivedanta Manor. So uh, I know this doesn't turn on the vegans. The vegans are thinking, oh, yuck. I, ooh, cow's milk, yucky. But uh, trust me, it's quite delicious. 
and the Murphy that comes from it and the ghee, it's just fabulous. So I pity the vegans when it comes to enjoying the wealth of the cow. But now you would think that when you have your own herd of cows and they belong to you and they're your responsibility, you would think that you could let them out anytime you want to. Well, you're wrong. You can't. The government tells you when you let your cows out. There's a day in March when the cows are able to go outside. And they have a ceremony at the, at the manor where everybody gets together and they have kirtan. They let the cows out. The cows haven't been out for months and they're running and kicking up their heels. And, you know, I was there for this occasion when I was coming back from India. So, uh, and you would think, well, they're a free country. Well, no, they're, the government tells you when to put the cows in and when to let the cows out. You don't, you're not allowed to make that decision yourself, you see. So <laughs> I say that because when you go, when you travel outside the U.S., you, you, you realize, you know, this, the folks here have it pretty doggone good in many, many ways. But still we complain, you know. <coughs> but that's the nature of the conditioned soul. I'm always hankering for something that I don't have. And I'm lamenting because I can't get it. I'm feeling that, and, and, and not only that, not only can I not get it, but I have to blame that on somebody. I can't just say, this is my karma. I have to say, it's this person over here. They're preventing me. It's this guy over here. We need a villain. And we've seen all through history, there's always a villain. When, uh, when I was a young man, our, their villain was Nixon. We hated Nixon. He was the cause of all disturbance. And then... Uh, Whoever, you know, and now, then it went to George Bush, and I think that's falling. And throughout the years, there's always somebody that we can blame everything on, you see. Rather than, uh, why not take it on the chin? What is your karma, and how did you get it? What is your karma? How did you get it? Well, we'll say what goes around comes around. We'll say that. Do we have a clue what it means? So many people will tell me as I'm traveling, they'll say, I don't accept this law of karma. I don't see it anywhere in my scriptures, and I just don't believe in it. All right? And does, do you believe that as you sow, so shall you reap? Oh, yes, I do. Do you believe that what goes around comes around? Oh, yes, I do. But you don't accept the law of karma? No. <laughs> All right. A rose by any other name smells the same, you see. I don't accept... So in other words, and you can say, well, if you believe that as you sow, so shall you reap, then as you're reaping, you must have sown. And so most people will say, well, okay, I agree to that. And some people will argue that. No, that doesn't mean that. Well, how could it not? I mean, if you reap what you sow, then what you're reaping, you must have sown. And no, 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 there's, there are other out there, you know, there are other, there's a villain. There's a villain out there that's causing all this. The, the villain that's causing our, our problems is the one you see when you look in the mirror. You're the cause of, of your problems, you see. Because we're given free will. We can make a decision whether we're going to behave a certain way or not behave a certain way. We have free choice of, what, of how we're going to behave, you see. So it's how we perceive things. We perceive that uh, I'm being stepped upon, I'm being mistreated, you see. Instead of saying, oh, this, 
Um, this is my just desserts from my activities. Activities come from our lust. Lust will produce activities, you see. So this is, these are just desserts. So I say all this to illustrate how our vision is covered over. It's twisted. We get confused in our vision, you see. Uh, it's easy on a cloudy day. You can imagine the clouds rolling in. Uh, in the cloud, the monsoon season, the clouds, monsoon clouds are very big. You know, the whole sky is just filled with these dark clouds. <coughs> and so it's not like a, uh, just a rainy day. This is a real rainy day, not necessarily a storm, but a real rainy day. The rain is just going to fall and fall and fall. The sky is covered, you see. So many people, when they see a, a rainy day like this, a cloudy sky, what's, what do they equate that to? Getting the blues. You see, they get in a bad, they get in a, in a bad mood. A rainy, cloudy day. I've got the blues. It takes away my fun, you see. So it, it affects them just because they see it. See, you can see how our consciousness is affected by so many things. What's wrong with a rainy day? The reservoirs are going to fill with water. So therefore, when we turn on the tap or when we, when we go to the store to buy our little bottles of water, there's, it's going to be there, you see. It's going to be there because it's raining, you see. Or we could say, well, I don't know. I wish it would rain somewhere else and not rain here. And they can bottle the water somewhere else and can come here. But the plants are going to be flourishing. Everything is going to be very nice. The streets will be washed. There's all this dust and crud. The buildings, it's, it's very nice. This is very good. We may get wet as we're walking from our car to our house or vice versa. We may get a little wet. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't melt when I get wet. It's not that bad. It's really not bad. It's just a function of the mind. You see? Now, I don't think that the other living entities, the creepers and the trees and the grass and everything, I don't think that they're sad when they see a rainy day. I think they're probably saying, oh, yes, very nice. Water. You see? So, uh, in this scene here, the Brindavan forest is about to explode. It's about to flourish. In his book, uh, uh, Venu Gita, uh, Shivaram Maharaj describes this, this in the following chapters very, in great detail how this uh, the Vrindavan forest just explodes when, during the rainy season and how Krishna enters the forest in the fall and how everything, every living entity was there just to please Krishna. That means as far as the eye can see, every plant, every blade of grass, Every flower on every tree is there just to please Krishna. And everything is bowing to Krishna and Balaram as they enter the forest. It's a tremendously beautiful picture when we think about it, you see. So, um, the devotee has so many beautiful scenes that we can picture, that we can see. We don't really have any excuse not to be in a, in a good mood. First of all, we depend on Krishna. Secondly, whatever may come our way is our own doing. We can't say, well, it's somebody else's fault. 
It's my fault. It's my karma. Uh, and plus, we have so many wonderful things that we can picture, so many wonderful memories. So many memories we have now and so many millions we will, we will have as we go on through our devotional life. We get to see the beautiful deity every day. We get to see the beautiful devotees. And devotees are beautiful. Devotees are the most beautiful people we'll ever see. You see? There's something about devotees dressed in their spiritual clothing and coming before the deity. The, look, the looks on the faces of the devotees when they see the deity. <laughs> it's, a, it's attractive. See, we, we, we can't really, or we shouldn't take this for granted that I get to see the deity every day. Oh, I can, I can go see him anytime I want to. You know, he's just down the street or just a couple of miles away. I can go see him anytime. We, sh we shouldn't take it for granted. You see, we have so many beautiful memories. Just the thought as we study, uh, especially in this 10th canto, we can see so many beautiful scenes that are created. You see, so we should meditate like this. We should keep these thoughts in our mind. That to do that, we have to keep out of our mind things that will push these thoughts away. Your mind can only hold so much. I don't know about you, but mine can't hold a great deal. So um, if I start putting mundane knowledge or mundane thoughts into my mind, for every mundane thought that comes in, <clears throat> one spiritual thought has to exit. You see, for every brain cell that takes on a, a mundane concept or a mon mundane idea, a mundane thing, then I have to give up some, something spiritual. My mind is not unlimited, you see. So I have to be very careful to put in many, many spiritual things and get in the habit, whenever I can remember to, of thinking about what it was that they said in class today. Boy, that was so interesting. And reading. We have to read. And remembering. Hearing, chanting, and remembering. We need to remember and go over in our mind what we've heard. You see, if we don't, we'll start to look for something mundane. And we'll become covered over by the modes of material nature. We slip into the modes and we don't even know it. That's not bad. I'm not saying you're bad. It happens. It just happens that way. If you associate with the modes, you'll get devoured by them before you know it. You see? So best that we stay engaged in service that we're always chanting, associating with the devotees, and performing devotional service. You see? And that way we can um, minimize the effect of the modes on us. We have to work on it. One thing that's very good and very helpful for, for all of us is to try to recognize the modes. We have to get honest with ourselves. I don't remember who it was that said it, but uh, Prajapati, maybe. Who, who was it that said, to thine own self be true? Prajapati? Was it Shakespeare? Yeah, to thine own self be Yeah, and at least, to your, at least to your own self be true. 
you know, you may try to impress somebody else, make them think that you're a little stronger than you are, or a little this or a little that than you. But at least with yourself, be honest. You know, a lot of people complain, well, the, the world's just not an honest place. I don't feel like people are being honest with me. You know, the guy at the car lot's trying to sell me a car, and he's telling me all these things. The advertisement that you see on the billboards, they're trying to direct me this way. And if you watch television, they're always trying to get you to buy something. Uh, you see? So, I, you know, we just want somebody to be straight with us. All right? Start with yourself. You know? When you're goofing up, admit it. To yourself, anyway. Tell yourself. It's like I've said recently. You can talk to yourself in a way that you can't talk to others. You can tell yourself, now you stop it. That's just plain nonsense. It's hard to scold somebody like that without them maybe wanting to hit you or throw something at you sometimes. Or else they go on a campaign against you and say, oh, just see this guy saying such bad things about me. He's even telling lies. He's telling lies on me. When really it could be true. I just, I'm not ready to admit it to myself that it's true, you see. So, admit it to yourself. Just say to yourself, my dear self, you can do better than this. I expect more from you, you see. We can discipline ourselves much, much uh, heavier than we can discipline others. You can even be heavier with yourself than you can your children and your spouse, well, we can't be heavy with our spouse. You know? <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? So, uh, I'm speaking for, to the men. The men can't really do that. <laughs> so, we have to be honest with ourselves. Tell yourself when you're going into Maya. If you can catch it, you're, you know, the, ups, the, the modes, here comes the modes. I'm getting moded here, you know. Don't become attached to getting in the mode. Sometimes people become attached to being moded out. Sometimes people become attached to being uh, down and out. People get attached to the blues. Because when I have the blues, I have something I can tell you, and I might even make you shed a tear. Do you know what's going on in my life? Can I tell you what's oh, it, it's Oh, it's this and it's that. <laughs> You know, and then the friend that you're talking to says, "Oh, you poor dear." <laughs> I know. I don't see how you tolerate this. You know, so we become attached to it. You know, I've seen some people who go looking for the blues, and they'll start to complain about the very the first thing. Actually, there's a a, a, a psychoanalysis. I can't remember the name of it. That there is a it's, that's that, that's a, um, a misperformance of the mind. That's a, a behavioral health issue. It's diagnosable, you know. And in today's society, you can bet there are drugs to treat it. You see, it'll lead to depression. And there's lots of drugs to treat depression, which is generally not needed. Generally, for the most part, we just need to cheer up. Yeah, yeah. A few years ago, a big, um, to, 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 just to touch on that for a minute, um, a big university in the East, I don't remember which one, one of the big, big, big 
Ivy League schools. Uh, their medical school did a, uh, a test. Uh, they wanted to see how th certain things reacted on depression. So they had like, uh, I think it was 3,000 people, and they divided them up into groups of 1,000. Now, one group, and each group they, told, they went and told them, we have a product that will cure your depression. Each one of these people, uh, all these 3,000 people were suffering from, from depression. We have a new product here, and it will cure your depression. And each of the medicines looked ident identical. They looked the same. One of the group, one of the group of thousands of people was fed Prozac. One of them was fed St. John's, St. John's wort, which is a natural cure. The other group was given a placebo, a sugar pill. Did nothing, okay? There was no drug in it whatsoever. And so after the test period, do you know what the results were in each of the three groups? Which one do you think performed best? No, they all performed exactly the same. There was no difference. <laughs> and they had good success because they were, they were uh, sectioned off into groups and they had a high-powered guy saying, we have the drug that will cure you. We have finally have a medical breakthrough. You, don't, you do not have to suffer depression anymore. When you take this, you will see that you will be freed from depression. And the results were exactly the same. So basically, these problems are in the mind. They lurk in our minds. They're uh, a function of the mind. How we deal with what goes on around us is part of our free will. Someone may say, you know, you know this, this or that about you. They may say something that you might not like to hear, you see. You have a choice how you react to that. You can choose to become angry. You can choose to try to get back at that person, you see. And even sometimes people may say things about you that are, really are not true. They're not true. Not even founded on anything. And for whatever reason, they're saying them about you. But you have a choice on how you react. You can choose. You really can choose, and I think some doctors may disagree, but you have a, choose, a, a, a choice on whether to be depressed or not. You have a choice on whether to be angry or not. You have a choice on whether to be happy or not. We as devotees have so much that we can think about to be happy. We can think about Krishna. And if someone is, is uh, uh, accusing us wrongly, well, the best thing to think of is, <laughs> well, there's so many things I got away with. So many things I did, I, nobody knew about it. So now, here Krishna's getting even. He's saying, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you suffer something you didn't even do because there's so many things you did that you thought you got away with, but you were wrong. <laughs> you didn't get away with it, you see. We make mistakes, and sometimes we think we didn't get caught, but... Uh, and Krishna may let it ride. He may or he may not. So when it catches up with us, let's just, uh, uh, I was going to say man up. Uh, man up or woman up or human up. Let's, yeah, yeah, that's it. Let's devotee up. Take it. Let's take it on the chin. You see? 
uh, and not become affected. Don't let it affect our Krishna consciousness. Uh, I think all of us have seen people throughout the years who have become affected. They've let their, their Krishna consciousness be affected because uh, a temple leader or somebody did something that they felt was stepping on their toes. I felt that. I felt that many different times in different parts of the country. You know, I felt, felt that so badly that I've left temples, you know. When I look back, I'm, I've always thought, gee, you know, if I'd have worked that a little differently, I would have saved myself a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah, it was a bad situation. And yeah, I think that people were probably not treating me fairly as far as I would see it, as far as I want me to be treated. However, I don't always uh, keep the score properly of what bad karma or bad treatment I have coming my way. You see, I always keep the score as if I should just have the red carpet rolled out wherever I go. But, you know, sometimes I forget. No, I've been a rascal and I've, I've made so many mistakes. I don't deserve anything like that, you see. So I think I should pause here and see if there's any questions, comments. Yes, Prajapati Prabhu? Right. The, the soul is released by that process. You're, it's, it's like being let out of prison. We're, held, we're actually held prisoner by this lust. Uh, Arjuna, in that, it's the third, third chapter of Bhagavad Gita, towards the end of the chapter, Arjuna asked Krishna, uh, my dear Lord, what is it that sometimes makes me act as if I'm forced to act? You ever seen, ever had a situation like that where you felt like you had to, you were forced to do it? And it may be in hindsight you're thinking, why did I do that? Why did I react so harshly? But at the time, there was such a momentum I was being carried by something like I was forced to do it. Even Arjuna felt, felt that. He must have felt it. He's asking Krishna, why is it that we do things that feel as if we're forced to? Krishna re replies, it is lust only, my Arjuna. It is lust only. And it comes from when uh, the living entity comes from the spiritual world into the material world. We have lust in the spiritual world. It's called lalyam. Srila Rupa Goswami describes this as lalyam. We have a lust to serve Krishna. We are lusty. We have a zeal to serve Krishna, intense desire. 
the kind of desire that we won't let anything in our way to serve Krishna and to please Krishna. When we turn that towards pleasing and serving ourselves, we're in the material world. We can't behave like that in the spiritual world, so we're in the material world. When this comes into contact with the mode of passion, then it turns, it mutates into lust. And it devours. It's the all-devouring element. It devours our spiritual life. It can actually kill our spiritual life. It's very dangerous. It's poison. We, We can't allow it for a moment, you see. Now, but it's the nature of the living entity to be lusty. So what we have to do is turn it around and head it back the right way. Be lusty to serve Krishna. Take the zeal that you have and all these desires that you have to, to serve and satisfy yourself and use this energy to serve Krishna. That means that you may not, you know, when you see somebody who's doing some service and they're kind of like, you know, you know, that's not lusty enough. That's not lusty enough. You've got to put a little lust in it. Do it nicely. If you're polishing the, the deity's silverware, you know, don't just kind of rub on it, you know. Make it shine. Work hard at it. If you're cleaning the floors, if you're cooking prasadam, whatever you're doing it, you see. It's not that you're trying to look like you're better than anybody else. You have released this lust that you have to serve Krishna. And you're using it to serve Krishna. You're using your, your natural volume tendency to, to serve. It's going to be there. We can't just choke it out and, you know, Krishna says we don't become inactive. We will be active. It's the nature of the soul to be active, you see. So as we become, as we develop our feeling of love for Krishna, <clears throat> as we uncover it, as Prajapati Prabhu was saying, it's like cleansing a mirror. You know, in the beginning, you may find a mirror and it's covered over with dust and you may not even know it's a mirror. You wonder, what is this? Wow, wonder what this is. And you cleanse a little of the dust off and you see, oh, this is a mirror. And then you get some uh, window cleaner and you clean, cleanse it up and it, then it's perfect, you see. So we're cleansing like that. We need to cleanse away these uh, material desires, material lust. That means... For me, I, me, and mine, you see. And uh, take this tendency to be lusty, to serve Krishna. We can see many of of the leaders in our movement, they're very lusty to serve Krishna. Uh, I was observing Gopal Krishna Maharaj when I was in India. You know, wherever, I was traveling around a great deal, and it's not uncommon to see him in Mumbai, in Delhi, in Calcutta, in Mayapur. He's an old man. But he moves. He's just on the go. He's got so much happening, so, so much to do. He can't think for a moment that, well, I, th- I think I'm just going to sit down here and <laughs> just enjoy. No, he's, a, he's, he's just always has something. Radhanath Maharaj is like that too. He's just on the move, always going, you see. This is, this, these are lusty people. They have a lust to serve Krishna. And they're not going to let anything get in their way. So uh, let us be the same way. Let's not let anything get in our way of serving Krishna and helping others serve Krishna.
So if there's nothing else, we can wrap it up. Thank you so much. All glory to Shio Prabhupada.